Chapter 31 The Passing Away in Baba's Presence of 1. Sanyasi Vijayanand 2. Balaram Mankar 3. Nulkar 4. Megha 5. The Tiger In this chapter, Hemant describes the passing away of certain devotees and a tiger in Baba's presence. Preliminary the last wish or thought that a man has at the hour of death determines his future course. Sri Krishna has said in Gita that he who remembers me in his last moments comes verily to me and he who meditates otherwise at that time goes to what he longs for. He cannot be certain that we can entertain a particular good thought at our last moment for more often than that we are more likely to be frightened and terrified by death hence constant practice is necessary for enabling us to fix our mind on any desired good thought at any moment all saints therefore recommend us to remember God and chant his name always so that we may not be perplexed or perturbed when the time for departure comes. The devotees on their part surrender themselves completely to the saints, fully believing that the saints would guide and help them in their last moments. A few cases will be noted here. 1. Vijay Anand a sannyasi from Chennai named Vijay Anand started on pilgrimage to Mansarovar. Our route on hearing Baba's fame, he halted at Shirdi. There he met one Soma Devaji Swami of Hardwar and inquired from him about the Mansarovar trip. The Swami told him that the Mansarovar was 500 miles above Gangotri and described to him the difficulties of the journey that is plenty of song and the change of dialect every 50 course and the suspicious nature of the local people who give a lot of trouble to the pilgrims on the way. On hearing this the sannyasi was dejected and cancelled the trip. Then when he went to Baba and prostrated before him Baba got enraged and said Dry, drive out this useless sannyasi. His company is of no use. The sannyasi did not know Baba's nature. He felt discomforted but sat there watching things that were going on. It was the morning darbar and the masjid was overcrowded. Baba was being worshipped in various ways. Some were washing his feet, some taking the the holy water and drinking it heartily and some touching their eyes with it. Some were applying sandal paste and some scents to his body and all were doing these things forgetting the distinction of caste and creed. Though Baba got enraged with him he was filled with affection for Baba and he did not feel like leaving the place. He stayed in Chirti for two days when he got a letter from Chennai stating that his mother was very ill. He felt very dejected and wanted to be with by the side of his mother. But 
he could not leave without Baba's permission to return home. The omniscient Baba, knowing the future, said to him, If you so loved your mother, why did you take sannyas? Attachment makes misuse of an odd garb. Go and sit quiet at your lodgings. Wait with patience for a few days. In the Vada, there are many robbers. Bolt your doors and be very vigilant. The thieves will carry everything. Wealth and prosperity are tansaint and the body is subject to decay and death. While knowing this, do your duty, leaving all attachment with the things of this world and next. He who does this surrenders himself to the feet of Hari that is Lord, will get free from all troubles and attain bliss. The Lord runs and helps him, who remembers and meditates on him with love and affection. Your store of past merits is considerable, so you have come here. Now attend to what I say and realize the goal of your life. Begin from tomorrow, the study of Bhagavat. Do three saptas, that is three readings during three weeks, conscientiously. The Lord will be pleased and you will destroy your sorrows, your illusions will vanish and you will get eternal peace. On seeing that his end was approaching, Baba prescribed this remedy and made him read Ramavijaya, which pleases the God of Death. Next morning, after bathing and other purifying rites, he commenced to read Bhagavad at a secluded spot in the Lendi Garden. He completed two readings and thereafter felt much exhausted. He returned to the Vada and stayed in his lodgings for two days and on the third day he breathed his last on Fakir Bare Baba's lap. Baba asked the people to preserve the body for a day for a reason. The police afterwards came and on making proper inquiries gave permission for the disposal of the body. It was buried in a proper place with due rites. In this way Baba helped the sannyasi and ensured him sadgati, that is salvation. Number two, Balaram Mankar. There was a householder devotee of Baba by name Balaram Mankar. When his wife passed away, he got dejected and entrusting his household to his son, left home and came to Shirdi and lived with Baba. Being pleased with his devotion, Baba wanted to give a good turn to his life and he did it in this way. He gave him 12 rupees and asked him to go and live in Machindragat, that is district Satara. Mankar was first unwilling to go and stay away from Baba, but Baba convinced him that he was giving the best course for him and asked him to practice meditation thrice a day in the gut. On believing in Baba's words, Mankar went to the gut. He was much pleased with the serenity, pure water, healthy air and the surroundings of the place and began to practice assiduously the meditations as recommended by Baba. 
After some days, he got a revelation. Generally, bhaktas get revelation in their samadhi or trance states, but in Mankar's case, he got it when he came down in his ordinary consciousness from his trance. Baba appeared to him in person. Not only that, Mankar saw him, but he also asked him why he was sent there. Baba replied, In Chirdi, many thoughts and ideas began to rise in your mind and I sent you here to bring you unsteady mind at rest. You thought that I was in Shirdi with a body composed of the five elements and three and a half cubits in length. Now you see and determine for yourself whether the person you see here now is the same you saw in Shirdi. It is for this reason that I sent you here. Then, after the period was over, Mankar left the Gad and proceeded to his native place, Bandra. He wanted to travel by rail from Pune to Dadar, but when he went to the booking office to get a ticket, he found it very much crowded. He could not get his ticket soon when a villager with a langoti, that is a piece of cloth, on his waist and kambala on his shoulder, turned up and said, Where are you going? To Dadar, replied Mankar. Then he said, Please take this Dadar ticket of mine. As I have some urgent work here, I have cancelled my Dadar trip. Mankar was very glad to receive the ticket and was taking out money from his pocket when the rustic disappeared in the crowd. Mankar tried to find him out in the crowd but in vain. He waited for him till the train left the station but found no trace of him. This was the second revelation Mankar got in a strange form. Then Mankar, after visiting his home, again returned to Shirdi and remained there at Baba's feet following his bidding and advice. In the end, he was very fortunate to leave this world in the presence of Baba. Number 3. Tatya Sahib Nolkar Hemanpat gives no particulars regarding Tatya Sahib Nolkar except the bare mention of the fact that he gave up his ghost in Shirdi. A brief summary of his account that appeared in the Sai Leela magazine is given here. Tatya Sahib was a sub-judge at Pandarpur in 1909 when Nana Sahib Chandorkar was Mamladdar there. Both met often and exchanged words. Tatya Sahib did not believe in saints while Nana Sahib respected them. Nana Sahib often told him the Leelas of Sai Baba and pressed him to go to Shirdi and see Baba. Nulkar finally agreed to go to Shirdi on two conditions. He must get a Brahmin cook and he must get good Nagpur oranges for the presentation. Both these conditions were providentially fulfilled. A Brahmin came to Nana Sahib for service and he was sent to Tatya Sahib and a fruit parcel containing 100 beautiful oranges was received by Tatya Sahib, the consigner being unknown. As the conditions were fulfilled, Tatya Sahib had to go to Shirdi. At first, Baba was much raged with him, but by and by Tatya Sahib got such experiences that he was convinced 
that Baba was God incarnate. So he was enamored of Baba and stayed there till his death. As his end was approaching, sacred literature was read out to him and at the last hour, Baba's Padatirth was brought and given to him for drinking. Baba, on hearing of his death, said, O Tatya, went ahead of us. He won't be reborn. Number four, Megha. The story of Megha has been already described in chapter 28. When Megha died, all the villagers followed the funeral procession. Baba also accompanied them and showered flowers on Megha's body. After the obsequies were performed, tears flowed from Baba's eyes, and like an ordinary mortal, Baba showed himself overcome with grief and sorrow. Then, covering the body with flowers and crying like a near relation, Baba returned to the masjid. Many saints have been seen giving Sadhguru to men, but Baba's greatness is unique. Even an animal like a tiger came to Baba's feet for being delivered from demerits. It is this story which will be narrated now. Number 5. Tiger Seven days before Baba passed away, a wonderful incident occurred at Shirdi. There came a country cart and stopped in front of the masjid. A tiger was on the cart fastened with iron chains with its agonized face turning to the rear. It was suffering from some painful malady. Its keepers, three darveshes, had been taking it from place to place and making money by exhibiting it. It was the means of their sustenance. They tried all sorts of remedies to cure it from the malady it was suffering from, but all in vain. Then they heard of Baba's vein and came to him with the animal. They got it down with chains in their hands and made it stand at the door. It was naturally fierce besides being disease-ridden, so it was restless. The people began to look at it with fright and amazement. Darveshis told Baba everything about the animal and with his consent brought it before him. As it approached the steps, it retreated on account of the you of Baba and hung its head down. When both saw each other, it got on to the step and looked at Baba with affection. Immediately it moved the tuft of its tail, dashed it thrice against the ground and then fell down senseless. On seeing it dead, the Darveshes were much dejected and full of sorrow, but on proper thought, they came to terms with it. They considered that as the animal was deceased and nearing its end, it was very meritorious on its part that it met its death at the feet of Baba. It was their debtor and when the debt was paid off, it was free and met its end at Sai Bhairat's feet. When any creatures bow down their heads at saints, feet and meet death, they are liberated. Unless they have a good store of merit on their account, how could they get such a meritorious end? Bow to Sri Sai, peace be to all.